Hi everyone, I'm Paul Menig with Business Accelerants. Each session I bring you insights from business people as they deal with the seven forces and the eight drivers of value. This session we are going to talk about the internal forces of friction that need to be overcome and an important tool for creating and tracking strategy. I have Carl Cox with me. He's the CEO of North America for Cascade Strategy. Welcome, Carl. Please tell us Thank a little you. bit about your background and about Cascade. Well, Paul, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to chat with you today. My background is as a CPA with uh, Coopers and Librant, and I started up that track of, of being with in the management teams of different organizations. And ultimately, I ended up uh, moving into an operations role and having kind of a dual accounting and as well as the operations piece. And I really enjoyed been with a lot of different growth companies. And I've been very involved with strategic planning over the uh, probably past 12 to 15 years. In the past, um, I've seen it done well, and I've seen it done not so well. And through that experience, uh, my most recent company, David Fitz Automation, we had effectively grown from 70 to 450 employees in three years. And that we were asking ourselves, it has to be a better way to ultimately track our strategic plan. We used to doing it on Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. And ultimately, we found Cascade Strategy, which is where I'm with today. And effectively, uh, Mike Fritz and I, we helped basically get the U.S. office opened up for Cascade Strategy, which is based out of Sydney, Australia. And what Cascade Strategy does, which is pretty remarkable, is it takes those static plans that you now can have in a cloud-based environment to be able to track it so much more effectively, provide you snapshots, dashboards, and really give you real insight as you're uh, tracking along the way to help make your organization and your strategy more effective. That's cool. Uh, interesting that you came from that uh, sort of CFO background. I found that many CFOs in larger companies, at least, become the keeper of the strategy since it's all related eventually to making money for a company. And we've all heard the phrase, getting everyone on the same page. But I think today a more apt description might be to get everyone on the same screen. As you work with companies uh, to sell the Cascade strategy, what are you seeing are the struggles that they have with getting people to work together? One of the biggest challenges is not the screen itself. It's actually making time to look at it. And, and that's one of the big gaps that we see often is that because the traditional formats of Word, PowerPoint, Excel takes so much work to update for every respective monthly or quarterly report, people dread uh, making all the efforts to prepare it. And they're so fo focused in the business they don't focus on the on-the-business activities. And so, therefore, a lot of this ends up getting pushed out. What Cascade helps do is help provide alignment, and so everybody can see where things are tracking. And so when you actually show up to these meetings, unless you update the tool, it's going to already tell you you're falling behind. And so it helps create a really positive peer accountability with different teams so you can actually help not just see but help each other each uh, maintain their goals and their strategy of what they're trying to accomplish. That's interesting that uh, you mentioned Excel and, and mentioned looking at the, the different things. Uh, I just got an email this morning from one of my clients uh, asking me, well, can I go into this spreadsheet and make sure it gets updated for the strategy review uh, tomorrow uh, afternoon? And I said, yeah, sure. Uh, and you're right. None of us, you know, even as the consultant to that company, I, I don't look at it and I'm not paying attention to everybody else's 
uh, strategies and what they're doing other than when I sit through the strategy meeting and maybe have a, a follow-up or something. I, I've worked with a lot of startups and I've preached the need for at least a one-page plan. And a lot of people have heard of Vern Harnish and Gazelles and their one-page strategic plan. Uh, I even offer the one-page business plan myself from a different company. On the other hand, I had one startup client recently that was frozen trying to figure things out and make a plan. I recommended they just get out and make a sale. And, and that was heretical for me to suggest. When do you think a company should be using Cascade to do something with all of its features and power? That's an interesting question. What we see, it, it's interesting, we have a really broad array of clients. Um, we have clients that are just individuals, uh, meaning social proprietors. Um, we have individuals who are like just the, they're in charge of strategy and they manage the strategy and use Cascade as that tool. I think when Cascade really has its power is when you have effectively a senior team in play. Um, you have four to five plus individuals that are trying to work together to help drive a strategy. And, and with that, when you get to that kind of mass, you end up finding that it's really hard to keep communication, right? Each additional person is a multiplier of challenge and conflict with communication, keeping up to date, seeing what's taking place. And so with those different organizations, what I like to see with organizations is stop spending so much time as figuring out what is going on, actually try to figure out why is it going on. The, the number one reason why people don't keep up with strategic planning is due to time. Uh, that's been shown time and time again. It is the number one reason, so therefore people don't make updates. What our tool helps is reduce the time it takes to make updates. So therefore, your ability to actually keep track of what's going on on a regular basis helps make our tool actually really powerful at the saving of time. And then the second element behind it is actually putting different tools and integrate it with it. Using a tool called Zapier, we can integrate with over a thousand different type of tools, and effectively you can put anything into a, if you put in a CSV or Excel file, we can bring in anything. And then you can actually look at one area. It can kind of be your one-stop shopping place, so to speak, and looking at all your key data, your KPIs, and really focus on the critical things that matter. You and I are both using the term strategic plan, and a lot of people don't like that term. Uh, they probably don't like the word tactical plan either. But I just uh, tweeted this morning, you know, what's your game plan for this week in the business? Did your favorite sports team win on Saturday or Sunday? We all have no troubles with talking about game plans. And, and I've been trying to take game and turn it into grow and make earnings uh, as a plan. And so if we could get people to look at their game plan uh, more often, I think that would be uh, absolutely great. I like your Zapier uh, interfaces as well. I've uh, not tried a Zap yet, uh, but I've investigated it to look at some different things that I'm doing and the ability to uh, automate things and make it all come in one place without having it be uh, labor-intensive I think is great. One of the things that I like about Cascade compared to some other things that I've seen is that it specifically includes something on the values for the company. Uh, many of the systems I see don't have that, uh, yet every day we're hearing about on the news about the culture of a company with something other than the, what they profess to the public. What can you tell us about the value section of Cascade and why that even got in there? At its core, we really believe you have to um, – no strategic plan actually works 
no strategy works if everybody isn't on the same page. And that comes to the being side of who you are. So the strategic plan at the end of the day is the doing side. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to go from A to B, and this is how we're going to get there. But the how, the being side, the way how you operate, the way how you interact with different people, what your core values are at the end of the day is really the DNA of every single organization. And by saying that explicitly, here's our three or four or five different core values, and this is our actual mission that we're driving towards, then all of a sudden there's a real sense of excitement that the strategic plan is not just about meeting an annual operating plan or it's not just about generating a new plan. It's about really making a difference in whatever it may be. And what's fascinating with, with core values, and, and Good to Great has talked about this, it doesn't really matter what that is. It doesn't matter what the core values are. What matters is that there's a regular and consistent driving towards whatever your own core values are. And, and when people fall apart and strategic plans fall apart is when there's a strategy going about and it completely contradicts the core values. And you will find time and time again that companies really start to strain when that that does not match and that does not coexist. And so that's really the fundamental reason behind it. One of our taglines we call it people power strategy. We don't want just the executives to be in charge and, and we want everybody throughout the organization to really live and breathe it. And, and you do that by not only having a plan but seeing what your true north is and what direction you're trying to head. And, and those operational being side type behaviors um, really help get people feel like there's true alignment in what they're trying to do. That, that's a, a good lead into my next uh, question because I've worked with the corporate world, the global 100 companies, uh, Daimler, Eaton, um, General Electric, and so they're spread out all across the world. Sales in one region, suppliers on another continent, developers in Russia and Canada. What are some experiences for managing on a global scale then uh, versus the one or two person startup and empowering people globally to make the right decisions? Mm, that's interesting. Uh, well, one of the things that's really I've enjoyed being a part of Cascade is we've started out, so to speak, internationally. Uh, we're based out of Sydney, Australia. And it's interesting the mindset of foreign-based organizations, such as somebody like Australia, um, which regularly trades with so many different countries. And, and they do so thinking outwardly and how they can interact and be more effective with it, as opposed to a, uh, many U.S.-based centric organizations just think U.S. first and kind of the world is everything else. Through that mindset that we've had, we already have 1,000 clients in 66 different countries. And it's because of the cloud-based interface that no matter where you are in the world, and we do this all the time with Australia, we have a team in Korea, we have uh, you know, basically consultants throughout the world that we're working with, and we could pull up Cascade and talk as a team and looking at one tool, one strategic plan, what's taking place. And that, I think, has a tremendous amount of really aligning the values and also being able to see everything with just basically open up your web browser. That's been great for me. I don't know if you are familiar with NetSuite, who's now been acquired by Oracle, but uh, over a decade ago I found that organization, and that was really a tremendous experience for me because I used to just only be able to see the accounting only when I was at the home site in the past. Um, unless I had a very, very expensive system that was put in place. That's what was an easy-to-deploy, cost-effective solution for that. Cascade has effectively done the same thing, but on the strategic level. 
it's been able now we can say for a very quick, easy, cheap way, we can now see the entire strategic plan throughout the world, no matter where we're at. Today, we don't just serve clients here in Portland, Oregon. We're serving all throughout North America. So having the ability to be able to have that cloud base, you can then, once again, see it one time, and I think it just makes, once again, uh, that whole alignment thing you were referring to and the effectiveness around it just makes it so much more uh, easy to do. So that's interesting. So 66 countries for customers. Uh, how many comp countries do you have employees in or distributors or something? I wish I had the count for that right now, so I, I don't okay. want to quote. It's, it's, quite, let's, quite assume it's more than, let's assume it's more than Australia and, and, North, and the United States then, right? Yes. Yeah, I would say we probably have consultants in at least um, 10 to 15 different countries where they're uh, quote unquote selling our our tool or at least leveraging it for their own use, yeah. and um, so it's pretty effective from that standpoint. You obviously use Cascade Strategy yourself within Cascade Strategy, and do you have a weekly or a monthly or how do you handle your own review of your strategic plan and in your progress? So I, I really believe no matter what you're selling, you've got to walk your own walk, right, or eat your own dog food, if you may. And, and we definitely do that here at Cascade. So um, we uh, regularly use Cascade. What we do is we have uh, an annual strategic planning process, really that's, that's kind of similar, but then we chunk it down into quarterly goals. And, and we look at, okay, what quarterly goals do we need to accomplish now to help make sure we're going to move forward in the future to help meet that annual strategic plan. And then from there, then we develop each person will have one to three different strategies that they're going to work on each quarter. And then from that, we try to get to a weekly commitment. Okay, what are you going to commit today to help meet the goal that's going to get you to the end of the quarter's accomplishment? And we have a, a, actually a weekly, we call it Jimmy John Friday here uh, at our Portland office. Uh, we actually get some sandwiches. Uh, everybody is expected to um, provide their updates. And then we go review during lunch how we're doing with our strategic plan, and it really creates two things, really good alignment. And what you'll find a lot of times is when a goal is written down, there's sometimes some ambiguity as to what we're really trying to accomplish. And then during those meetings, we help provide uh, each other. We give input. Um, we talk about the challenges that we're having. And more importantly, we could correct things much faster than we would if we would have waited monthly or quarterly for those things, never mind annually. And so that's what we do in the Portland office. Here for Australia, it's pretty similar. What we do, it's a little bit different because we have so many more people involved with it. But effectively, uh, the Australian team will open up all of our dashboards and key performance indicators. It will show the status of where we are in all of those different areas. Each respective person who owns will talk through it. They'll document their notes and they'll show it on the side. And it really helps provide, once again, a great touch point and an understanding of how we're tracking, how we're measuring, towards meeting not only our, our strategic, but also some of our operational metrics as well. That alignment, let me pursue that in a moment. Um, when uh, I was at Daimler Trucks, one of the last things we did, we had, uh, we had a group of about 1,000 engineers. Uh, my group was around 200 engineers. I was one of about five main chiefs in that group. And my boss had, we literally had a big spreadsheet on his wall uh, where we sat and uh, we put each of our sets of goals, we had our strategy and things, and we were looking for interlinks, I don't know if that's a good word or not, 
um, between each of our different departments to see, okay, if I'm doing this and I need your help with that, what am I going to do? And making sure that we were that our goals were aligned, that they weren't just separate independent goals that nobody cared about. I would expect that Cascade helps me with that, but it's still up to the person in charge, the manager of, at some level, to make sure that well, okay, you you've got this goal, but you need to you know align with that goal, kind of thing. Can you talk about that a little? Yeah, so that, that's a great, really good point. Um, what you hope through any type of shitty plan process is that you're trying to remove silos, not create silos. And and so being able to have everybody on the team have insights as to what each other are working on, hopefully then you can understand where there's common dependencies, uh, things that need to get done that uh, we might need support from one department versus another, and, and also different resources that might need to be shared and how that's going to get used. We, we often see where, where planning fails is where there will be a department or a group. You have your linchpin person, your extraordinary individual who is a part of a team. Where things start to fail is because that person can no longer handle anymore because they can't do more than three strategies on top of their normal day-to-day routine in the ordinary business. Once again, for people to have the insight and see where things are feeling, failing and falling behind, I think when Cascade really shines is when a management person uh, who's below the direct team brings up an issue, an obstacle. We're failing this particular objective because this resource we can't get to. Um, We need more money for this. We need a different person to source this. The systems aren't working. And it raises it up to the executive level, and they actually make a change, either provide more resources they provide more time, or they help remove some other type of obstacle or challenge or something that's going along that got brought quicker to than them being delayed a quarter later. And that's where, once again, that people-powered strategy concepts really come in play, are much more effective, and that's where Cascade provides that visibility where you can see not only the, the overall goal, but you can see how everything's interconnected between different departments and different divisions. That's where, once again, just another part of the power of Cascade and, and how we can see things that may have been a little bit more harder to see through other means that we've been in the past. So you mentioned cloud a couple of times. Uh, you must have something in place for uh, authorizing access so that the, perhaps the lowest level employee doesn't get access to the highest level information. You must have some things in place for cybersecurity uh, and a variety of other things. What? Yeah, so uh, excellent question. Um, security is, is always a concern, and, and our largest customers always do a tremendous amount of due diligence. Uh, and we, um, at its core, AWS is where our, all of the hosting is served at. And, and we really rely upon those type 1 and type 2 SOC reports to make sure that the security is tight and involved. Uh, a lot of our organizations end up internally using single sign-on to help ensure authentication of each person who's logging in and that they're only getting to their data. Uh, when it comes to a kind of overall perspective, Cascade's really intended to be a transparent system within the organization. The, the theory behind it is we want as many people as possible to know what's going on. However, we allow for private goals. We allow for some additional security. For example, there might be an M&A activity. We don't want everybody to be able to see that. It could be very secure, very important. And so, therefore, from that, we can create private goals for only those respective individuals. 
and then ultimately they can only see what's happening there. But uh, basically through those different means and different areas, uh, we can help provide the comfort to any type of organization that they have a safe, reliable tool, and they can see it and then have the right a level of security that they need for the business. One of the things that I'm impressed with with Cascade is your ability to automate getting information out of the ERP system, automation out of the CRM system, and bring it all into Cascade so that people aren't making a PowerPoint presentation, creating a link, putting it in a spreadsheet or whatever. It's, it's as quickly as you can, real-time information with minimal human uh, interaction for it. And you've gone one step further that I've not seen in any other system, which is you can tie all of this to the HR system and the pay for performance of the of the individuals. Can go all the way down to that level from a performance-driven type element behind it. There are a lot of organizations that do that type to tie to tie our performance management with what's happening on a quarter to quarter basis. And so we do have the ability to actually drive that, um, do performance reviews in Cascade. And, and we have some of our clients that literally every single employee is, has access to Cascade, and they're actually doing their, uh, whether it be a quarterly or an annual review update within the tool. And what's great is it's already bringing in all the data that's already been tracked. So then you can actually make a proper evaluation when doing perhaps annual evalu uh, merit raises or doing some type of quarterly or annual performance bonuses based on meeting those specific objectives. You said you started out as a CFO. I've seen many CFOs end up getting promoted to a CEO kind of position. Uh, but it also sounds like a good part of your job with Cascade is business development in North America in particular, right? Absolutely. What, what are the challenges that you've had in moving from that delight to uh, being business development in, a new, in uh, the United States? Interesting. I have how do I say this? I've always found being in the CFO role, when sales is going well, my job is always a lot easier. <laughs> so, um, so I've always been very closely aligned with sales teams. Um, with a different company I was with where we grew three and a half times over a five-year period, and we had an independent sales team throughout the United States, I was helping to manage the sales pipeline for that entire organization and also asking questions, you know, how we can be more effective with it. Um, I don't pretend to be a salesperson. That's not my strength. I know it, uh, part of my DNA. But what I do have is a passion for strategic planning. I have a, a passion for organizations and people reaching their full potential. And so for me, when I get the opportunity to share with Cascade, I don't feel like it's selling. And then through that, I try to hire great people um, at the end of the day. We, we really developed a, a really exciting new team um, here just over the past couple of years. And, and where we have some extraordinary service professionals combined with a great customer success team, uh, we grow in three ways, ultimately. Uh, we grow from acquiring new clients. Uh, we grow from them growing themselves, meaning having more seats and using Cascade. And then when they renew each year, that's kind of another form of growth for us. Uh, so we can uh, have an existing client base and we have a large renewal period from those existing customers. Um, and like this last quarter we had of our enterprise clients, I believe we had 100% of them renew. That was pretty exciting. So uh, we're doing all those different elements behind it. And, and really, I found for myself, once again, knowing that I, I'm not the best salesperson in the world, I try to make sure that I'm removing their obstacles, giving them the resources they need, and helping them be successful. And I kind of get out of the way. And then through that, we've had excellent growth. We've gone from basically 
just had a handful of clients when I first started, and we now almost have 250 clients here in the U.S. and North America. That's great. I, I like that 100% renewal. You're pretty well read. Uh, you've got your own podcast, vidcast, or, or, or something on the Cascade Strategy website where you're reporting on uh, certain books. How many books have you now read in the last one or two years uh, as part of that effort? Yeah, that was a pretty fun um, little experiment. Um, so I, I historically, I was a decent reader, not a great reader, um, eight to 12 books a year. I know that's above the kind of average, but and, and I do a lot of different type of learning or readings. You know, I never really kind of went all in into really trying to drive, and there was a couple different books that helped drive me to let's try something new. Uh, there was a 10X book by Grant Cardone, and there was an article out there about um, – CEOs read 100 books a year, and so I put that challenge before myself. And and this is the difference between, a, a, I like to say, there's a committed goal and a uh, stretch goal. And um, so I set the stretch goal, actually said it publicly, that I'm going to read 100 books in a year, and I failed. Um, I didn't I didn't get to all 100 books. I got to 78 books in, in a year. And and I can I admit, I, a lot of people say I don't read because I do a lot of audio books. Um, I am a pretty, I don't like to sit down a whole lot. I'm, I'm, I like to drive and move forward. Um, if you may, and um, I, I did a lot of those through that. But 78 books was an incredible accomplishment, and then when you actually get the opportunity to read, talk with authors, um, including reading your book, yours was one of those 78 that was included with it. It's really it's fun because we, we can just provide those insights to our clients. Um, the more the more you, you can educate and teach and learn yourself. You know, I'm doing this one from a personal level, but I'm also doing it from my client perspective. And... And then you just get, get to impart that knowledge with them, and it just helps create this. We're at its at core. We're a product company that, like I like to say, we provide tactical insights to driving the strategy to be more effective. But we find often because all we do all day is strategic planning, uh, we do have a fair amount of clients that are asking us strategic consulting for them um, on, on the execution side of how can we be more effective with it, how can we do things. And I think this reading part – with it, um, we, we also do like a strengths finder kind of review when we hire people, and we like to make sure that learner is in there. So, meaning our, our expectation is that we're a learning organization. Uh, we like to have curiosity, and and so and because the reality of this is every single strategy plan we see is different. We haven't seen one identical strategy plan once. So, therefore, our teams have to be very thoughtful and and realize that we're not the experts; they're the experts on what they do. And we provide them their insights to help make sure that their plans can be more effectively done. And, and that's a lot of fun for us, and that's where the reading has helped kind of dive in and drive towards things to be more effective. And it's been a, a tremendous value. I've almost got to the 100. Uh, I'll be there in a, in a couple months here to get uh, fully 118 months. And I think going forward, I'm going to try to drive closer to 50 uh, books per year, about one a week. I think that's kind of more the optimum value. I actually read, uh, I think Bill Gates is closer to that amount. And you learn, it is tough to do 100 in a year. And you could, you could actually um, retain a little bit more and, and spend some more notes on it as opposed to just driving to get it done. But I think every single time I've taken at least one, at least one good nugget out of every single book that I've read. And, and then the hard part is trying to apply it. Right, and, and so yeah. you can make yourself better with. I can recommend one thing for you. It's a, an organization called Business Book Summaries. They take a book <laughs> and, and condense it down to eight to twelve pages. Uh, I'm a dominant style in the DISC, and I I can't I have trouble wading through some of the stories and the repetition in a book, and I want to get to the kernel of what it is very quickly, and that 
that's a, a good way for me to get the essence of the book. And if I really want to, I can read the whole book then after that. So consider yes. that. Yep. Audiobooks, uh, great yeah, idea. I appreciate it. Yeah, audiobooks are a great way. That's not cheating. That is definitely the way that people are, are going. I'm listening to lots of podcasts and other things. I've got uh, my uh, son's best friend and uh, best man at his wedding. He has his own company uh, that he's doing, creating audiobooks and things. So it's a great way to go nowadays. There's a lot of wasted time when we could be listening to uh, books and get some idea of what's going on. What would be Cascade's one-minute pitch? All right, here we go. So we'll, we'll give this a shot. This is where the, the lack of salesperson to me sometimes comes <laughs> out with a lack of a sales pitch. But, but what, what we are at Cascade Strategy is we help automate and provide visualization to that traditional Word, PowerPoint, or Excel strategic plan that's generally not updated or it's updated with a much more difficulty. And we have a wonderful cloud-based solution. So not only can you plan what you're doing, you can manage it throughout the period of time, and then you could track it through snapshot reports and through dashboards. And through those different elements, we've found organizations that have used it have had a tremendous amount of success. They tend to have a lot more success with actually meeting their plan because they can see along the year what the obstacles are and what different things they have to make changes to actually help make it work. Uh, through that, if you actually have more information you'd like to learn about Cascade Strategy, please go to our website. You can just do a Google search of Cascade Strategy, or you can go to our directly to our URL at www.executestrategy.net. Okay. If anybody wants to reach out to you particularly, or you're on LinkedIn probably, uh, or email, or what's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, multiple different ways. They can, they can uh, reach through email. It's carl, C-A-R-L, at executestrategy.net. Um, they can do LinkedIn connection. And, um, and then our phone number is on our website as well. So please feel free to reach out. Love to have a conversation. We have lots of conversations uh, with different people throughout, once again, throughout the world. And uh, I, I love them. We, we get a, I think I have one of the best jobs in the world. I get to all day long talk to um, basically C-level executives and their direct reports on best effective methods for strategic planning. And so if you would like to have that conversation, please reach out to me, and, and I'd love to chat with you. All right, great. Thanks very much, Carl. Appreciate having you here. Thank you.